Hey, this is Glenn. Welcome to another episode of Difficult Questions. This one, I want to talk about equality or equity because this is kind of on the back of the end of affirmative action, but I was thinking through all the race and gender and let's say uh, sexuality stipulations for equity and equality. And <clears throat> but one of the things that I've worked on since 2010 is homelessness and trying to figure out a solution to homelessness in the U.S. And one of the things that I noticed is there's no equity or equality or really deference to people that are on the street. They they are seen as another separate problem. But my mother would always say, life's not fair. That was one of the first lessons I learned. And it's true. It, life, especially in the U.S., but in a lot of other countries that I see, life is about what you can get for yourself and for the other others around you. And we can have these discussions of equity and equality to help us fight for what we can get for ourselves and for the people around us and try and legitimize that. But we really don't mean equity and equality for everybody, I think. This is a difficult question. And and I know that that maybe some people are upset that I would ever say this. <laughs> But I think that's also the fight, the idealism of, let's say, the left versus the, the anger and, and of this idealism from the right. I wonder, and I'm not sure, if the right, they, they never say this exactly in these words, but I wonder if they're just frustrated at how that idealism never can pan out. Because if you look at people and how they're born into society. One, it's your family and your community. Two, it's your intelligence and your talent that you innately have. Three, it could be the money that you that have around you that you can use as a resource. <clears throat> and then it's your likability, right? Uh, it's how, how, how you give people joy and how they want you around them. And if and if you don't have any of those combinations or if you're lacking, you're going to get to a certain point and then you're kind of going to stop. Um, and that's just reality. And we can try to give other people access, but how far does that access go? And how far do we try with each individual person? Because equality, equal opportunity for everybody or equity trying to counterbalance the shortfallings of one person versus another. I mean, how do you logistically do that? You can fight for your, your people to get a leg up, a la affirmative action, but that's not going to cover everybody. I was talking to a library staff member, and they were talking about how homeless people would use the single-service bathrooms that they have. But they were those were outside the children's library, and they were kind of meant for children, thinking that children would have more anxiety about using a, a shared space bathroom. But 
some of the homeless people were using that single stall bathroom for privacy as well. And they were making this judgment call about, well, children over adults or specifically because they were talking about the homeless people that use it for 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 themselves children over dirty sad and difficult adults and i was trying to get the logic from them and and basically it was children first no matter what and then they were trying to figure out they're trying to justify their decision to me by saying well homeless people have diseases <laughs> and I'm thinking okay is that a blanket statement and um, someone I was with once was a kindergarten teacher and she kept getting sick because kids are dirty. They have, they wipe their nose and they have diseases all the time. So, so is that really what we're talking about? Or are we just talking about your choice to, to let a certain segment use a bathroom, something that all of us have to do over another segment? And is that equality? Is that equity? And again, People make these excuses to, to, to put poor people, really poor people, homeless people in a separate category. Those aren't the people that get these discussions that, we, uh, that are equity and equality because we're, not, we're talking about a, a population that the ones that get equity and equality are the ones that already can afford housing or have a stable living situation, and now they're looking for more. I think that's what's coming about, and I think that may be the annoyance from the right as well. I'm not sure. And again, I, I say that I am so liberal, I see some of the values in conservatism, right? That's, so I'm, I make everybody mad, uh, and especially since I'm an advocate for home, the homeless people, I really make people mad because I see that everyone needs shelter and the only thing that that is going to solve that is family and community and we have to become family and community for people. You can't let just someone else or some system fix it because you have to pay people in that system and so you burn through all this money with this indirect action and you never get those people the help they need. So it's really direct action. It's community and family, which means we have to become community and family, which means we have to do the work. And liberals don't necessarily want to directly do the work. They want someone else to do that. And I know I'm speaking in generalities, uh, but it's this whole equity equality thing. Like I want someone else to handle this. I don't want me to handle this. And on the other side, the hyper... Um, just jerk side is the right saying, hey, look, it's everyone for themselves and I made it, so why didn't you, right? They love to blame people for their own faults and don't help people. That's how they stop helping people is they justify it by blaming people for their own faults. But then the liberal side of that says it's a bad thing, but they, they're struggling themselves so they don't they don't want to help. They want someone else to do it. They want the system, the systemic problem to get fixed, right? They love the systemic problem. And that's where just money gets burned. That's, that's an opportunity for people to 
to take advantage and get what they can and get some money. So these homeless programs feed people that have that already have homes. <laughs> they get the money first because you got to you have to make the plans for the housing. You have to to get, get the, the, the codes for the housing. You have to get the permits. You have to all these expenses for people that already have spent on people that already have jobs before you can get the thing for equality and equity. And, and we're talking about basic equality and equity. We're talking about housing, a place to go to the bathroom, a place to sleep, right? These are things that are going to have to happen anyway in human existence. And for this segment of a population, we don't even want to talk about equality and equity because we're worried about what we can get starting at a higher level. And even if we do get that jump up, you know, going back to homelessness, you know, housing first. Well, if you don't have housing with support because people that are living a life of homelessness get some what I would call bad habits and they need they need support to figure out how to live a housed life. It's not just getting them something. It's support. I was reminded of a friend of mine, a lawyer friend of mine, who was telling me that with the equality and equity, you know, they're trying to get more black lawyers into the firm. But the firm, what they do on weekends to bond is they play golf. Well, they were getting black lawyers in that didn't ever play golf. So now, great, you got them in, but now they're that building that community of lawyers, of helping and knowing one another and, and succeeding together, that lawyer that doesn't know how to play golf and is maybe uncomfortable on a golf course, being the only black person on a golf course, is not going to build a strong bond. So what do you do for that? How do you build that culture? How, what are those logistics? It's all very difficult. Again, my mother was right. Life is not fair. Uh, you know, back to my craziness with getting hit by cars. Because no one shot me with a gun and we really like our cars, people can hit me and then just drive away. I'm on the street. I have to figure out my own health and my own recovery and they just get to call it an accident. Is that fair? Well, it's fair to people that drive the cars because it's about what they can get. They would much rather accidentally hit somebody and just get to drive away. They don't want to go to jail. They don't want to be responsible for me. And what I found is if you are in, if you get hit by a car, we love cars so much that you are basically a sacrifice to the system because the car insurance companies get money. The emergency medical workers get money. The doctors get money. The lawyers get money. They get paid. But the, the person that got hit, you're a sacrifice to the system. Is that fair? No. What am I going to do about that? Well, I'm going to fight for what I can get because that's what this country is good for or allows, at least in ideals. So, I don't know, this, this idea of equality and equity, I think it's a great talking point, but it definitely is only in a very small bubble. 
And if you get out of a certain demographic, certain, let's say, pay scale, a certain um, a certain race or gender, then it all just falls apart. It doesn't matter for anybody else. Let's say we're talking about students at Ivy League and how going back to affirmative action, how some of those Ivy League schools were actually requiring a higher test score for Asian students because so many Asian students were passing the tests at a higher level than the white and the black students, and they didn't want all of the schools to be Asian. Is that racist? Is that quality and equity? What is that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's just people fighting for what they can get. And are you going to punish an Asian population of parents that have drilled down on their children that education is the only way to succeed? And so as a culture, Asian and Indian students are just leaps and bounds past other demographics in the United States. The other thing I always wanted to talk about was immigration, right? Or calling people a criminal. What is illegal? The way we throw people away in this country is we define them as a criminal. So if you can immigrate to this country, you have to do it legally. You better not be an illegal because illegal is bad. Illegal anything is bad. That's how we get to throw people away. If you break the law, you're a criminal, and then we can do whatever we want with you. You are less than, right? So if you're an illegal alien, if you're an illegal immigrant, you're less than a legal immigrant. And basically, we just hate poor people. It goes back to homelessness. I mean, my, what I, my estimation is we just hate poor people. Even poor people hate poor people in the, people in the United States because... We're all trying to get what we can and poor people mess up the system, right? If you can't pay for you a place to live, you can't pay the system for a place to live or you can't pay the system to, to buy a cup of coffee to go to the bathroom. If you can't pay to be a human being, well, then you mess up our capitalist system. So we hate poor people. If you have money and you are from a foreign country, please come to this country. If you're from China and you have money front that you earned in China, we want you. If you're from Europe, we want you. Even if you're from, I have friends from Argentina, they had money, they had skills, please come to this country. If you don't have money, if you don't have skills, we don't want you. We have enough poor people. <laughs> we have enough problems. We don't, we don't want those poor people. And I think that's what the, the immigration crux is. It's just we don't like poor people, but we can't admit that. We can't admit that we don't like people that don't know how to make money. Part of my, my, my directive is to get the skills to people that don't know how to make money. So I have a book, A Degree in Homelessness, Entrepreneurial Skills for Students. And I'm trying to get those skills to people because I know that that is the true equity and equality is to get you the skills you need. Now, people want in, in getting things that we want for ourselves, we want other people to do it. It would be easier if people just gave us what we needed. But it, it doesn't necessarily work out that way. It's great if you can get that. You Again, this country is about what you can get. If you can get someone else to get that for you, awesome. But I don't think that's going to happen. So my, my directive is to get people the skills they need so they can try and get it themselves. But these are my ramblings on equity and equality. 
What do you think? What do you think is equity? What do you think is equality? Who do you think we should attribute it to? And how do we get that to people? Thanks so much. 